Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back, you've been enjoying my podcast and YouTube channel Please hit that like and subscribe button, I really appreciate it Back with the final episode of the IA interrogation of Sergeant Walls with the Elgin, Texas Police Department. And anybody that wants to just watch this video without all my commentary, they can go to Stranger Stories. And if you're on YouTube, you see that. That's the YouTube channel I am playing the actual interrogation from. And he has very little commentary. So if you want to go there, go there if you're not interested in all my commentary. So let's get back to this. I don't know what date it was, but it was after the third time I was asked to take something out of the, the report and I hadn't seen you. Uh, you had asked, I guess Commander Noble asked me to take certain parts out and then I was asked one time by um, Chief Taylor to take something out and then you asked me downstairs, I saw you after that, and you asked me if I was so here he's saying on this report three different times the leadership told me to take stuff out of my report and that supports his argument that you had already made up your mind to fire him you just wanted a report good enough that i could fire him right and then you asked me um you were coming in one day and you asked me did i remember uh, did i have the report finished and i said yes i turned it in i think Chief Taylor had it at that time uh, because Commander Noble was gone for some reason. And you said, you know why I asked you to take that out, right? And I said, I don't remember if I said yes or no, but you said, okay, it makes it easier for me to fire David. I did a specific so I'll come back. Okay. I think you were wearing a green shirt and dark, the dark tan pants. You need to provide Okay. Why, why, not to disrespect you, why do I need to provide it? Because you dissipated an allegation. The chief's learning that the table's just turned here. He's like, you're making an allegation. He's like, I'm not making an allegation. I'm just answering your question. I'm just telling you what happened. I'm not making an allegation that you had me write a report so you can intentionally fire somebody and that my reports weren't good enough for a firing. I never said that. <laughs> And to me, it just shows you how weak this chief is. He can dish it out, but he can't take it. He has berated this sergeant for a good 40, 45 minutes so far. And this sergeant makes one comment back, claps back, and he's all butthurt, which shows the whole allegation from this, that this whole thing stemmed from him being butthurt, that officers met with a fired officer, talked about doing a survey to show morale was low, and he is being tagged in posts on Facebook, and he's butthurt. He has a very sensitive ego. He's a man-child, in my opinion. No paper, I'm just answering your question, sir. I'm answering what you're asking me. That's the only thing I have. 
So the chief is reiterating, you made conclusions whether the allegations were sustained or unsustained. As the investigator, you just tell me the facts. You're not supposed to make a conclusion. That is senior management's job. But the sergeant claps back in a second. So the, so the sergeant saying, I've done this before and you never questioned it. It wasn't until the officer you were fired. Chief's like, you never did an IA investigation. No, I've done several of them. I've done this person, this person, this person. You never challenged how I wrote it up. That's what I'm saying. The, the chief had already concluded he was going to fire that officer and just needed the documentation. And I said at the very beginning of this, that this chief made up his mind beforehand. He was going to punish this sergeant and he's just looking for a reason. I like that. This is an ethics on me. This is an ethics on you. Chief's not going to like that, but he's like, I can look at myself in the mirror. I know you're the bad guy here, not me. I'm good. And I've been there. I've, I, I felt for this sergeant as I watched this the first time. I've, I've been on his side of that table, obviously not in a police department setting, but the same ones where you're dealing with management. They've already made up their mind and they're looking for any reason to formally write you up, formally reprimand you, do something. I know. I'm ready to work and move forward. And just like I said about uh, removing things from the from the case that I did from the internal affairs. I mean, you're the chief of police, right? You can make any decision you want. You can override anything. So it doesn't make sense that if I just left what was in there for you to just override it anyway. Okay, I understand that. I don't get it because it's not an opinion. It was based on facts, and that's what internal affairs is. So the chief had enough of it. The sergeant was clapping back, pushing back, saying, hey, you're the one pre-concluding firing this officer and you wanted a document. Everything I put in there was correct. You never had a problem with it. I can look at myself in the mirror. You have the ethics problem. And as the chief, if you didn't like what I wrote, you could have took it out. The problem is, is if that officer decides to sue, that document's going to become evidence to say the internal investigation did not justify the firing. The chief went against the IA investigation and he because he was gunning for me he had it out for me and the chief is partially right at the same time the chief should have been teaching him from day one no conclusions in the IA investigation
Now I'm going to skip over a lot of this. They do put him on a performance improvement plan and make him go through training. And it's probably just going to be online training. He keeps his stripes, which is, which is good because loses his stripes, he loses pay. I don't know what his future is here. If I was him, I'd be out looking for another job. Or at least I would never trust any of those two people in that room ever again. I would always be overly professional to both of them. I would let them know that whatever personal relationship we had is done and over with. I never trust you. And I did look up. He is no longer a police chief. And this is back in 2020. And he looks kind of old. They do have a new police chief. Both of those cops are slimy guys, in my opinion. This sergeant, as far as I felt for him, I don't know whether he was a good cop or bad cop, but let's get into the ending and you're going to see more gaslighting. And I've been through this same gaslighting. John, I think he's an incredibly valuable part of this department. And uh, I think it's in our best interest that we all work together. I'm going to And, that. and uh, um, I mean, that's really what I'm going to say. Yeah, I like working with you. You're a fun guy. Uh, but, you know, but I'm out of business. I get it. I, I see that. We're looking at that. So at the end, the commander is saying, you have a bright future here. You're a great cop, but we just treated you like a total piece of crap for an hour looking for any little thing to abuse you, to humiliate you, to gaslight you, convince you you are a terrible person, but we think you're a great cop. And then he says, and you're a funny guy. You're a fun guy to work with. No, you you beat him up for his sense of humor, but then you tell him you're a fun guy. I would get that same crap. And I, I used to get so tired of it. It was like, you're great at your job and you're you're great to this company, but you need to change these things. And I would go through the exact same type of meetings, only be told how wonderful I am and what a great asset I am. But it's like, but then you treat me like this. This is the gaslighting. This is the abusive spouse that beats their partner. And then it's like, oh, but I love you. I care about you. And I'm going to convince you it was all your fault for the beating. But I love you and I care about you in spite of all your faults. And you should be so lucky and happy that I'm not kicking you to the curb. If I was that sergeant, that after that, I would finish the training up. I get off the performance improvement plan. And the moment I got off, I'd have my resume already up and I'd be already had departments that I'm ready to go to and I'd be go following uh, applying at these other departments so I could walk away at least that's what I would be doing not about the necessary about the police just about how management sucks and how abusive management is and most people in management especially senior management in my opinion are sociopaths and psychopaths just my opinion and I think the behavior of the chief and the commander sort of bore that out they were they're both in my opinion evil evil people. If you want to watch everything, including the um, conversation or the interpretations by the person I got the video, it's on the screen, Stranger Stories. He has a Patreon. You can go out there and look this up. Thanks for listening. That winds up my analysis of this crazy, crazy IA investigation and how I draw out my own experiences in corporate America and that there is no difference between these. After I got done, I went and did a little searching because I wanted to find more about who these players are. So I found where Chris Wall 
who was the sergeant, being brutalized in that interrogation by the chief of police and his commander. Chris Wall actually ran for Congress in 2022. He was part of the Republican primary. He lost and he went back to policing or continued his policing career. One thing I just noticed here when he has what he has done, he had earned the title of patrol officer of the year in 2010 and 2018. Now, 2018, he was at Elgin and this whole IA interrogation was in 2020. So two years after he won this award, all of a sudden he's the worst officer possible, according to the leadership of Elgin. Then when I was searching more, I came across a change.org petition to where people wanted an investigation into the leadership of the law enforcement in Elgin, Texas. And this was started on June 23rd, 2020. And we see from the, the IA investigation or interrogation was on June 17th. So one week after this interrogation, this change.org petition popped up. So let's look at who we are, the people that started this. We are an ad hoc pro police group of concerned citizens assembled to support law enforcement professionals who have earned the respect and loyalty of citizens living in the city of Elgin, Texas, only to be unjustly fired and demoralized or forced to resign. So it is former people that worked for the police department and the citizens are upset. And just the first one here of what they want, the first bullet point, commission a thorough independent inquiry into all internal investigations conducted by the Elgin Police Department and City Manager of said personnel, including all disciplinary actions and justifications leading to the termination of their employment from January 2nd, 2018 till present. The second one commissioned a thorough independent investigation of all complaints filed against Chief Patrick South by current and former members of the Elgin Police Department who have worked under his leadership since the beginning of his contract with the City of Elgin. Now, I've said in the, I think it was the very first episode that I thought South was a dirty cop. Well, obviously, some of his fellow officers don't like like him either. Then I looked at who signed this petition and right at the top, and I'm not sure if this is in ascending or descending order. This first one right at the top of the list is Chris Wall. And that is the person that is being interrogated in the IA investigation. So I'm going to assume it's the same Chris Wall. And then to go through here, everybody seemed to love the previous chief of police prior to South. Everything I'm reading about him is the city loved him. The people of the city loved him. So I'm going to go down through. And then I saw another interesting name, Jennifer Gerloff. Now remember, David Gerloff was the officer that was fired by South and had the breakfast with Sergeant Wall's officers that started the whole kerfuffle and got the chief all butthurt in his panties in a wad. So I'm assuming that is the wife of Officer Gerloff. And she writes, the corruption within EPD administration needs to be investigated and ended. Then I decided to look up David Gerloff to see what he's up to. And I found his LinkedIn profile. He's still a police officer. He's actually a lieutenant. He got promoted. So obviously the city of Rockport saw something different with him than what Chief South did. You can see where he worked as a patrolman in the city of Elgin from 2007. And he was promoted to sergeant in 2014 and then fired in March of 2020, which 
started that whole investigation because he was only gone for a few weeks before the breakfast occurred. Then he did some private security for about seven months. Then he was hired on as a detective with the city of Rockport. And last year, almost a year ago, he was promoted to a lieutenant. So he's back to that. Then I found some concerns where there's the elgincourier.com. There's no date on this article, but it's, it talks about how a group has raised concerns about the police department in Elgin. So then Chief South retired, and I'm assuming it is somewhere at the beginning of 2021. That's just an assumption because I couldn't find anything specific. But on KVUE.com in September 21st, 2021, the article is Elgin City Council closer to hiring chief of police previously accused of sexual harassment. Guess who that person is? Chris Noble. The guy, I'm back on the Stranger Stories website with the video. He is Sergeant Wall's commander. And I talked about, I think it was in the first or the second episode, where his whole goal was to become chief of police, either there at Elgin or some other city, and he needed South's approval or recommendation to get that job. That's why he was more loyal to South and doing what South wanted than protecting his people. Also, both South and Noble came from Austin PD. Now, Austin's a huge city, so they may not have known each other, but if they're higher ranks, they knew each other. They were probably buddies. So here, Chris Noble left a job because he was accused of sexual harassment. So he was at Austin PD, then he went to Sealy Police Department, and he was accused of sexual harassment, and he quit that job. And I made the comment that he was a dirty cop. <laughs> and it's like, what's funny is you can easily see this stuff. I, I didn't research this until after I was done recording. This was just a crazy, crazy interrogation. It really gives us an insight to our policing community. At the same time, there's no difference between the way the police department runs and corporate America runs. It is led by sociopaths and psychopaths. In my opinion, most of the leadership in corporate America are sociopaths and the same thing with police department. And that's my opinion. Thanks for listening through all four of these episodes. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.